Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello and welcome to AB Cinema. I'm your host, Bailey, and on today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down the news over the last couple of weeks. Uh, honestly, I, I haven't been recording because I had massive burnout and I needed a break. And so I'm happy to be recording again and to get you guys um, some news that's happened over the last couple of weeks that's been pretty awesome. So first of all, I'll start it off with the Transformers Rise of the Beast trailer that released almost two weeks ago now. It may have been two weeks already, but the trailer came out two weeks ago and it looks like it's going to be a fun Transformers movie, a lot of CGI, the same old, same old, but with beasts. Um, They are bringing the, I can't remember what they called them in the cartoons, but they're, they're Transformer Beasts. They're animals that, they're Transformers that look like animals when they transform. It's really interesting, and I'm curious to see how that's going to translate, if it will translate even remotely well, and what it will look like. But I'm I'm curious to see how it goes. They won me over with Bumblebee. I think Bumblebee was one of the best Transformers movies, and it kind of brought me back to the franchise after the second one just went downhill, and all of them after that went downhill. So, number... Uh, the the prequel to Transformers 1 Bumblebee was really good, so I'm really hopeful that this one kind of follows suit and has the heart that that one had. So we'll just have to wait and see. just looks like an action fest, so who knows. But let's go on to another trailer that released. The Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny trailer released at CCXP a couple weeks ago. We got our first look at a de-aged Harrison Ford. And it looks like we're going to be getting some interdimensional time travel with the... We got a quick glimpse of like a bright light in the ship, which honestly reminded me of the Millennium Falcon. And then we also got our first looks at Billy Boyd and Mads Mikkelsen, who are both playing villains in this movie. And it's going to be set against the space race, which will supposedly follow Harrison Ford teaming up with former Nazis. Potentially, I'm not quite sure. I don't know if he will be. I kind of doubt that, but that's what it sounded like from what I was reading. But anyway, it sounds like he's going to be trying to beat the Soviet, help the United States beat the Soviet Union in the moon race or the space race. And um, in recent news, the actress that plays Marion Ravenswood. Karen Allen was asked if she would be returning in Dial of Destiny, and she said, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Seriously, I can't say a word. So, these actors know how to answer with non-answers, and it just makes us all believe that they are going to be in it. So, I would expect her to show up in it, and at least a cameo. So, we'll just have to wait and see, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. 
Along at CCXP, we also got a Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, and it looks emotional. The synopsis reads, Peter Quill, still, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, must rally his team to defend the universe, along with protecting one of their own, and if not completed successfully, could quite possibly lead to the end of the Guardians. And our first looks look at this movie seems like it's going to deliver a, a punch to the gut of emotions and uh, my tears when i saw this trailer i i started to get teary-eyed the music in it was perfect the it lined up with everything that they were going for with saying that this is going to be an emotional send-off for the guardians so we're just gonna have to wait and see what james gunn delivers for us but the cool thing is we got our first looks at the high evolutionary played by chuck woody Chuck Woody Iwuji, um, who, who actually, we technically got our first look at Comic-Con when he decided to walk the halls dressed up in his costume. But then we also got a first look at Adam Warlock, played by Will Poulter, who was teased in the last movie. And we also got our first look at Lila, Rocket's love interest from the comics. And everything about this movie... Um, James Gunn has been saying that this is Rocket's story, and so we're going to be going into his origins a little bit and getting an emotional um, background on his character. I mean, in the first movie, he, he yelled out at Drax saying that he didn't ask to get made, to be torn apart and put back together like some sort of monster, something along those lines, and this this looks like it's going to be diving into that that line from that movie and giving us a full arc of rockets and that leads me into my predictions i i kind of think that rocket is going to die in this movie and my reasoning is because of the teases that have come in it where he says pete i'm done running we'll all and then later in the trailer he says we'll all fly away together one last time and tears are falling as from his eyes and um, it, it's just an emotional trailer. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's beautiful. I'm very excited to see what, what comes of it. And if Rocket doesn't die, Drax is also willing. I'm, I'm willing to put money down on that because James Gunn said that, um, or not James Gunn, uh, Dave Bautista said that he wouldn't be doing another movie at Marvel unless James Gunn was doing it. And James Gunn is now at DC, so take that as you will. And Will Poulter's character is probably going to switch at some point um, because he is a hero in the comics. An anti-hero at the beginning, but it becomes a hero. It's kind of a long story. I won't get into it. Um, and I don't want to stay on that anymore because I still have a lot of stuff to cover. The Pirates of the Caribbean movie is officially not officially dead as it was previously reported on. And Jerry Bruckheimer said, I think that the script will come forward at a certain point. And he said, we developed two, f two different stories for pirates, and the other, one, the other one's going first. So that's what we're working on to try to get that one made. So Margot Robbie's movie in the Pirates of the Caribbean universe, or franchise, or whatever you call it now, is still going to be made, but it will be a little while before we get to see it. Um, now, let's go into some more recent news. We also got our first look um, and some stills at Oppenheimer, which we finally see um, 
Cillian Murphy as Oppenheimer, and we also saw um, Robert Downey Jr. and Emily Blunt playing their characters. Robert Downey Jr. looks like he's he's gray. I'm not sure if this movie's going to be in black and white, but it looks like it might be. And this is Christopher Nolan's newest movie. It comes out, I believe, in July, later this year. And in an interview, he said that they were able to recreate the nuclear bomb. I don't know how he was able to replicate it without having radiation go throughout the film crew and all of that, but... Um, I saw, I saw, I have to say this real quick. I saw somebody on some comments page of, it was Twitter or some website and, and they said that, um, that Christopher Nolan is going to be doing the press tour from a hospital bed, um, fighting off cancer because of all the radiation he got from this. It's not funny, but it is kind of funny. Any, anyway, um, this movie looks like a Christopher Nolan movie, I I really, I think that he's, my unpopular opinion, my hot take is that Christopher Nolan is overrated in some aspects, I think in certain aspects, he's done de- great masterpieces, he's delivered really great cinema, but at the same time, I do think he's overrated. I really hope that this movie doesn't play on the tropes that he does, where he tries to make every single movie he makes a puzzle piece. And that's not what cinema is. It's not always a puzzle that you're trying to put together. So, please, Christopher Nolan, don't make this a puzzle. It doesn't need to be. We really don't need that. But I will move on. We also got the trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And actually, before I get into that, I just want to say, I know that there's been some news about Marvel and DC. I'm waiting one more day to report on it because it seems like every single day a new piece of information is coming out on this. So tomorrow, I will be reporting on this, and you can expect that episode tomorrow. And also my Avatar Way of Water review on Friday. But um, let me go into the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer. The trailer dropped today, and I have to say I was extremely impressed. I think that this movie looks beautiful. It looks like it's going to deliver us some really, really great um, scenes, some emotional scenes. Uh, It looked like there was a really emotional scene that we first got with with Miles just on the rooftop in silence and Rio Morales comes up behind him and starts talking to him about how she raised him to always try to feel like he fits in. And and it starts to do snippets of the last movie and even some of the even some little clips of the, the new movie as this is a trailer for that movie. But the cool thing about this is um at the very end, she says something along the lines of, don't ever let anybody tell you that you don't fit in. And it was just a really powerful scene, and I, I'm sure that this movie is going to hit hard on the emotion the first one did, and this one feels like it's going to deliver a beautiful cinema masterpiece. So I say that skeptically because... I love the first one so much, and this one looks like it's going to deliver just the same amount of delicious Spider-Man that we 
crave so much and I'm just really excited to see it. So a little bit of the breakdown of some of the things that we saw. We obviously saw Spider-Gwen and we saw Miles Morales. We saw Peter B. Parker and a little thing that's different about him is that he has a baby carrier on him and he and MJ got back together in their universe and they now have May Parker or Mayday Parker as she's in the as she goes by in the comics but it's going to be really cool to see that family grow but alongside those Spider-Man we also got Spider-Man 2099 who seems like he could potentially be a bad guy in this and then there's Spider-Cop which was kind of a a twist on it, it wasn't kind of a twist it was a a Spider-Man that kind of came into existence because of the Spider-Man PS4 video game and there were a lot of funny quips that Peter Parker made while he was working with the cops and they decided to make a version of Spider-Man called Spider-Cop. And then there's also the bombastic Bagman, which is a reference to the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man's days with them and this it has to do with the symbiote. And there's even a Spider-Man that looks like a werewolf. I I don't know who that is, but it looks awesome. We also saw the Superior Spider-Man. We saw different suits of the Spider-Man from the PS4 video game. There's the classic um, suit that he wears. The I I it just he has like several different suits in that game. I can't remember which one, but it has the white spider on it, and it looks beautiful. And then there's even the suit that he wears at the very end of the game. There's Jessica Drew's Spider-Man, and I I don't even know. There's I can't count how many there are but it seemed like there was just a never-ending cycle of them. We got our first look at Jessica Drew fighting Vulture, and it seems like she's going to be having a big part in this. And um, there's an interesting piece of conversation between Spider-Man 2099, played by Oscar Isaac, and Spider-Gwen, played by Haley Steinfeld. And Haley Steinfeld's character, Spider-Gwen, says... I thought we were the good guys, and Spider-Man 2099 says, we are, and he doesn't sound very happy about that, and then he starts beating up uh, Miles, and there's just so much going on in this movie, and so many reveals that were made, and then on top of that, we also got some photos that were released by um, the studio in the YouTube premium after show. And so I was able to get a look at them and I posted them on social media earlier today and so or earlier yesterday. So you can check those out um, when you get the chance. But the first photo that I posted was of Jessica Drew and she is pregnant and this is probably taking place around the time that she's fighting Vulture. And then we also got a first look at Spider-Man India and that is the character is Pavatir Prabhakar and he looks beautiful looks so cool and I'm really excited to see this character in the in the show and Spider-Punk Hobby Brown or Hobie Brown who's played by Daniel Kaluuya and Mayday Parker the baby of uh, Peter B. Parker and May or MJ Watson or MJ Parker and we also got a first look at some of the, the um, 
the life, like Spider-Man 2099's world, as well as Spider-Gwen's world. And so I'm really excited to see what happens in this movie and to dive into the Spider-Verse and to find out more about how this connects to so many different things. I mean, there's rumors that Tom Holland's Spider-Man is going to be showing up in it. And if he does, that leads me to even more questions about his role in the Spider-Verse and how this is all going to come into play with the um, Secret Wars. And it, it, it has so much potential to have massive implications across the MCU and everything that we've seen so far from Marvel. And it seems like everything that Marvel has ever done is coming together to make one crazy story in Secret Wars. And so I have my theories that this movie is going to tie into Secret Wars. I really hope it does. It would be absolutely insane if Sony and Marvel were, to, were able to create something this crazy good. I, I would say crazy good, but I mean just crazy. Because who knows if it will be good. But we'll just have to wait and see. That's a pod for another day. I'll break down my theory some other time. But thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening to me rant about this and all of this news that came out. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you for coming back to listen to our podcast. Please make sure you share this with your friends and family. We would love for them to listen to us. Once again, we are AB Cinema. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Letterboxd, or email us at gmail at abcinema.pod at gmail.com. And as always, keep watching movies.